Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast episodes today. I'm really excited to have a very special guest with me today who is the one and only Vex King. Now so many of you when I asked who did I like who did you want to come on my podcast mentioned Vex's name and the universe obviously was listening because he was already booked in. So I really have been looking forward to this episode and to sharing to you sharing with you today how you can work on your self love and how to deal with negativity and fear as well. So Vex if you don't know is a young British Indian social influencer, mind coach, writer and lifestyle entrepreneur. He owns the Bon Vita lifestyle brand, a platform that inspires positivity. His aim is to help others transform themselves and their lives into something greater as demonstrated in his latest Hay House book, Good Vibes, Good Life. So thank you so much Vex for being here today. Oh no, thank you for having me. I really loved that intro. <laughs> My pleasure. So the first question then, and we spoke a bit about this before we started recording, because you said that you actually haven't discussed this at all anywhere. So my question to everyone always, first of all, is how did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Yeah, um, well, yeah, thank you for having me again. Um, this is a great opportunity to share this story because I, I don't think many people have heard kind of my background. A lot of people hear my basic backstory, which is... Um, that my dad died when I was six months old. Um, my mum's business with an abusive family member then went bankrupt and we were left homeless for, I think, roughly three to five years after that. So the following years was just an endless struggle. Um, we struggled to make ends meet. I faced lots of violence and racism and my life was pretty painful and miserable to say the least. So I really wanted to seek a way out and kind of heal the emotional wounds I'd gotten throughout my journey so I could experience more joy. And of course, I wanted to live a better life with more security and options because I'd only been exposed to poverty. What a lot of people don't know about my story is that um, 
my mum was, so I was born into a Hindu family. Um, my mum was really into religion and astrology. Um, and I guess she kind of turned to these things because our life was so bad. So she kind of wanted, I guess, God to help and she wanted the stars to align so things would, you know, turn out better for us. But every religious person she spoke to or every astrologer she spoke to always said similar things about me to her. And they said that I was special in some sort of way. And deep down, I always did feel like I was meant for more and that I should be helping people. So I really wanted to believe these things that they were saying, but I couldn't see it because when I looked at my life, all I was experiencing was misery and witnessing hardship and I couldn't really help myself. So, you know, how was I supposed to help other people? But in my early teens, I, um, I turned to personal development to kind of change things around. I realized that the mindset I had wasn't creating new results for me. And I realized that I needed a greater mindset to live a greater life. So I turned to a lot of self-help books. And one of the first books I read was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I actually thought, you know, money was the solution to everything because I was experiencing so much financial difficulty or my family was. Um, and I also jumped on many forums online and started reading about different subjects. I became really interested in self-help and also metaphysical subjects but when you enter that space a lot of stuff can be quite overwhelming um, and I didn't believe a lot of the things I read I took the more practical information as I, I believe that but I didn't believe you know some of the some of the topics are a little bit out there um, but the things that I did believe I took on and I started applying certain concepts to my life and if I'll be completely honest, things did improve slightly, but there was lots and lots of turmoil still in my life. Um, and yeah, I got to a point in my life where I was just completely fed up, like everything you can imagine was going wrong. I think I was 19 at the time. So that was, oh, I quick maths, uh, 2006, I think. So yeah, in 2006, everything seemed to be going wrong in my life. Um, I wasn't happy in the slightest. And I remember having this conversation within my own mind. And I've never really been a big believer in God, even though my mom was religious, I didn't really follow it too deeply. I guess I just accepted that, you know, there was this different religions and people follow different paths. But in my head, I said, if there's a God out there, then I was, I really need a change because, you know, my life's just going downhill. I'd rather not be here and experience life as it was. I'd rather kind of leave. And after this, and it's going to sound so strange saying this, there was this one particular week and I just had this really weird feeling inside of me. Like I wasn't going to live much longer. I can't explain it, but it felt like I was going to die and almost be reborn into a new life, um, a life that was closer to the one I desired and that I dreamt as, as a child. And because of this, I wasn't, I was almost not scared of experiencing death. It was actually quite welcoming and I was excited that I was going to escape this life and enter a better life. And I think listen to, listening to this, it probably sounds really strange and it sounds strange just saying it out loud, but, um, 
yeah, I, I just had this really weird feeling. And then shortly after this period, I kept seeing repetitive numbers. And um, so like, for example, I'd, I'd go sleep and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night, just very randomly. And I'd look at my watch or my uh, phone or my clock or whatever it was that was there. And I'd see 3.33am uh, or 4.44am. And I'd regularly see these particular times. Like I wasn't forcing myself to get up at these times. I didn't have an alarm on. I'd just wake up and I'd just look at the time and I'd constantly see these numbers. And then when I'd go shopping, say if I went to shopping in, um, if I went for shopping in Tesco or Sainsbury's, my receipts would come to £3.33 or £44.44 or £33.33 and it'd always be these two particular numbers. At the time I was also a music producer so when I'd make music I'd randomly make music at 4 minutes 44 seconds or 3 minutes 33 seconds and you know none of this was forced it was just random and it was regular. I didn't plan for these things to happen and then slowly I started seeing even more patterns and they were all kinds of patterns. So I started seeing one, 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 two, 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 three, two, three, uh, one, two, one, two. And you know, it just, it just went on. And after a while I started getting freaked out. I thought, why am I seeing all these random number patterns? There must be something behind them. Is it something eerie? I don't know. So I asked my mum to see if she knew what it was because, you know, she was into religion. I thought maybe she's got like a religious link to it, but she just basically said it was a coincidence. And I think most people would, they, especially if they weren't experiencing themselves, they would think, yeah, it's, it's just a coincidence that you're seeing it. So as many of us would, we'd also go into Google and search these number patterns to see if there's uh, any information out there. So that's exactly what I done. And when I typed it into Google at the time, so this is going to make me sound old, but at the time there was hardly any information on these patterns. Um, so I, I literally had no idea what they meant. And then I think I was in my final year of university. And again, you know, things were going downhill. I, I was kind of picking myself up, but um, I felt like I needed a good self-help book to help me. And I went into Waterstones um, and I randomly picked up this book called Cosmic Energy by uh, Anne Jersk. And as I was flicking through it, this random lady approached me and she came up to me and she just put her arm on my shoulder and she said something like, you are blessed um, and that, you know, I'm close to God and that I had a message to share with the world and I was gonna help loads of people. And I thought, yeah, this sounds great. But I, equally, I was really freaked out. I was like, who is this lady and why is she approaching me? And I kind of, you know, I, I tried to be kind, but I also tried to move away. But at the same time, because this lady approached me and said what she did, as I had this book in my hand, I thought, this is a sign to actually go and buy this book. So I bought the book and I read it and it was really inspiring and it helped me so much. But as I was reading the book, I really resonated with a lot of the things that the author was saying. So I felt urged to ask her what these numbers meant. And thankfully there was her email within the book. So I emailed her, not actually expecting a response, but then within a few days, she actually wrote back to me. And what she said was that I was really blessed. And these signs that I was receiving were from angels who were out here to guide me. 
and as I read this email, because I was feeling, I still, I was still feeling quite low, and you know, I felt really good reading her email because it kind of gave me faith that you know there was something greater out there for me. But um, it still challenged me rationally because I didn't really believe in angels, and as much as I wanted to believe that there was something out there that had my back, I just, I just couldn't. I did try my best to keep an open mind to these numbers, but they still just made no sense to me. So um, I kind of expressed my concerns to her. I wrote back to her. And then she basically sent me basic meanings behind like the most basic number sequences. So like one, 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 two, two, two. And they were translations by Dorian Virtue, who's, um, I think she's one of the most renowned angel therapy practitioners in the world. But again, I'd see like one, 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 I'd look at the meaning and I think, well, how does this relate to my life? You know, I, I tried to relate them, but I was still very confused. And as years went on, I continued to see these numbers. And as years went on, the internet became bigger and there was more information available about these numbers. But for some reason, I still felt very skeptical. Um, and also, I was, I've always been very, so I've always been very good at maths. So in school, I always did like the maths challenges and I always got gold or close to gold. Um, I was just naturally very good with numbers and I was, I was always fascinated by numbers. So I thought in my head that I might just be noticing repeating numbers because I've got this love for numbers. And actually went on Google and when I was doing some research, I read this article that said that because you pick up one number sequence, you're actually actively looking out for other number sequences. So this is why people are seeing this great phenomenon of repeating um, number sequences. It's not that there's anything special behind them. It's just that our brain's looking out for them and we just don't realize. So I thought this could be um, an explanation of why I kept seeing these numbers, but I was still intrigued and I started exploring other topics like the paranormal, astrology, numerology, uh, sacred geometry and fractals. And as, as I started learning more, I started feeling like the numbers could actually mean something and that they weren't actually coincidental. So about six years ago, or yeah, I think it was about six years ago, um, there was this one week and it's always one week, but there's a span of a week and I saw a crazy amount of number sequences. I'm talking like 50 different number sequences a day. And it was like more than I'd ever seen before. And this happened after a really eerie incident. I'm not going to go into the incident because I'll just go off on a tangent, but it was after this really strange incident that I can't really explain. And I remember being in a meditation session and I'd, I'd actually just started meditating and I had my eyes closed. And I said to myself that if when I open my eyes and I see a repeating number, then there's something trying to reach out to me and like, guide me. And I actually had no idea about the time I, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't started meditating at a certain time. I just closed my eyes and I was just meditating. And in my head, I was just like, you know, I'm going to randomly open my eyes at any particular time. And that's what I did. I just opened my eyes and I looked at my phone and I saw 1616. And I literally 
got goosebumps. And it was at this point that I became a believer. I just accepted that these numbers were here to assist me. I didn't question them. All I simply did was try to use them to help me. And I tried to understand their meaning each time they showed up. And since I've been really good, I think, because I've noticed that when certain things happen in my life, I see certain numbers. And when I want a particular change, other numbers come into my life. It's like, um, so my wife, she's um, quite a big YouTuber such. And before her life changed, she kept seeing 555. So I know that every time I see 555, something big's about to happen. Something's about to change. It might not be good. It might not be bad. It might not be bad. It's just going to be a change that's going to help me develop or help with the evolution of my life or someone else's life. And, you know, I've been, been, I've been really good at understanding the numbers since, but since this period as well, I've just seen loads of synchronicities in my life. Um, I think shortly after this, this week where I experienced all these repetitive numbers and I had this meditation session. Um, I've actually mentioned this in my book. There's a train station experience as well, where this random lady approached me and it's always, always seems to be a random lady, but she approached me and she said, you know, she talked about my past life and she said that I was here to help people and that I had a really important message to share. And I think all these experiences have just made me believe that I've awakened to a higher purpose and since you know I've, I've grown a lot spiritually and like during my meditation sessions I get loads of intuitive messages that actually inspire a lot of the messages that people might see on my Instagram page and I also see like you know I, I'm, I almost still feel quite new to this but I see loads of like crazy visions and images during my meditation sessions and you know I've never been naturally kind of drawn to like the esoteric esoteric subjects but because of what I've experienced I've kind of been drawn towards it and I, I don't claim to be special or like anything but even when I sometimes meet people they say that I've got a special energy to me and that I've got healing powers and I don't say that I've got healing powers but other people have said this to me and I've also become very self-aware. Um, and because I'm so self-aware, I've also become very aware of other people's energy. And I seem to be able to understand and read people within seconds. And it's, it's just so strange. My intuitive awareness is so strong. I also seem to know things like before they happen or just seem to know things. And sometimes they're not good things. And sometimes I wish I was wrong, but <laughs> I seem to be right. And I also found out that... Um, my life path number, according to my date of birth, is actually a very rare master number 33, which apparently is that of a master teacher. So someone who is here to bring higher spiritual guidance to the world. Now, again, I'm not trying to say that I'm special, I'm superior to others, but when I look back on my life and I look back on the things that I was drawn to and the experiences, it, it just seems to make sense. Like I was always source of help people would always come to me for advice and I was always drawn to creative expression which links in kind of with what I'm doing now um, I'm helping people through writing and you know my dream of writing a book came true and I released it in December 2018 and it just you know I just feel like this is what 
you know, I was meant for and everything that I've been through has got me to this point where I'm here now to serve and help other people. So I know that was quite long, but I hope that kind of answers <laughs> where or how I spiritually awakened. Well, you know, thank you for sharing. It's It's been, you know, really interesting to learn all about you. And do you want to know something really funny? My life passed numbers 33 as well. Oh, really? Oh, God. <laughs> So we are two, two, two people with the master number 33 speaking to each other. It's so funny because I got it tattooed on me in the end because it's just stalked me my whole life too. And, you know, it's funny how these things come about. And, you know, it's really interesting that you share about how people have come up to you and, you know, random ladies and said things. It's, you know, incredible how the universe works to awaken people. Yeah. And it just, it just sends you signs. It sends you people. It sends you events. And it's just... You know, you think you're going crazy. And then even when you explain it to people, they think you're going crazy. But it's, you know, it's only meant for you to understand, I guess. And I guess that's the most important thing. And you know, where I am at the moment in my life, when I look back and I start connecting all the dots, like um, that Steve Jobs quote, everything just seems to make sense. Mm. I went through what I did to serve something greater. And, you know, you might not always understand it, but and there's a reason for everything that happens in your life. And I'm, I'm a big believer of that. Amen to that. So <laughs> how did you get into being a mind coach and an author then from this journey? Okay, so um, I'll be completely honest. Social media has played a massive role for me. In November 2015, I think it was, my wife, who was growing on YouTube at the time, saw the power of social media and sharing your talents. Um, she persuaded me to share my words of wisdom with the world. So a lot of people don't also don't know this side of me, but I actually had like, I think I was running like 50 social media accounts on different platforms. And I was trying to push this message or push this phrase, good vibes only, because I was a big Abraham Hicks fan. And I realized that good vibes or good vibrations will help you lead a good life. So I was really trying to push this phrase. And this is before like Love Island, Love Island, sorry, Love Island Islanders were putting good vibes only in their bio and whatnot. And before it became a trend, I was really trying to push this message, but I wasn't pushing it as Vex King. I was just pushing it as different pages. So one page I had on Instagram, was wealthy words um, and that was quite big and then I had another big page on Twitter with like 250,000 followers and that was actually just good vibes only and the sole purpose was was just to push good vibes but um, my wife thought it'd be a great idea if I started sharing my perspectives as just next king so I decided to sell up all these pages and just focus on me and my message um, I created this Instagram page where I'd post my own quotes and then I'd expand on them in the caption to give people a little bit more depth behind each quote. Because I think on the internet, there's great quotes. Um, there's a lot of people sharing, you know, even not, even not just on the internet, but even... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's a lot of great ancient wisdom, and you know, it sounds great, and sometimes people get it tattooed on them, but they don't actually realize why those particular words are significant. So what I wanted to do was just post a quote and then expand on it and talk about why it was important and how it can help you. So each post on my page was almost like a mini blog post. People would get this visual representation of a quirky quote and then I'd share my perspective on what each quote means. Now, at the time, I wasn't trying to please anyone as such. Um, I wasn't trying to grow huge. Um, all I really wanted to do was share my story help people and literally just write because that's what I was passionate about. So this was my opportunity almost to share my message with the world in the hope that someone would benefit from it. Um, and yeah, after a while, the messages I shared with people really resonated. And because of this, I ended up gaining quite a loyal audience and it grew. And I think I grew to like 100,000 followers within 12 months and you know it was really good and then because my audience was growing people started approaching me and asking me if I offered coaching and amongst these were online influencers and celebrities so I guess here I saw this opportunity and I took it I always had this vision so I'm a, I'm a big football fan uh, or soccer fan if you're American and um, I always had this vision of coaching my team in like, in like the locker room. So I'm a Man United fan. <laughs> and that might not please everyone, but I'm a man, big Manchester United fan. And I always had this vision of being in the locker room and kind of coaching them and persuading them to win. And, you know, when I saw this opportunity to coach people, I got this vision. I thought, this is great. This is what I want to do. So I decided to, instead of calling myself a life coach, calling myself a mind coach, I didn't even know if it existed. But I thought it'd be the right way to sum me up because what I really wanted to coach people on was, or what I really wanted to do was exercise new and empowering ways of thinking so people could change their lives just as I did. So this is what, that's where kind of the coaching side came from. And then the book, um, well, because of Instagram, um, an agent spotted how much impact my posts were making on my audience and um, they asked me if I was interested in writing a book. Now, when this happened, it felt really magical because I actually had this manuscript ready and it was always a dream to write a book. 
my followers were so connected to my words that they would actually regularly ask me to write a book. And that's actually why I had the manuscript ready to release. Um, before she approached me, I was actually contemplating self-publishing. But then when she approached me um, and I spoke to her, I saw greater benefit in actually going with a publisher so I could actually reach more people. And then months later, I pitched to... I actually pitched a lot of publishers and, you know, some were really positive. Some people said, you know, even though my platform was quite big, they said it wasn't big enough and, you know, it wouldn't become a bestseller and so on. And I, I guess that's kind of, that kind of comes with it when you're pitching. I was kind of ready for the knockbacks. But one publisher I really wanted was Hay House. Now, what's funny about Hay House was before I actually wrote my book, I had this to-do list and on there I wrote, get publishing publishing deal with Hay House. It was like, almost like I had to do it. And this was before I started writing my book. When I finished my manuscript, even before I met my agent, I sent my book off to uh, Hay House through their website because they accept um, manuscripts that don't come through literary agents. However, also on their website, they say that if you don't hear back from them within, I think, like six months or something, you kind of have to take it as they're not taking your manuscript on board. So I actually um, sent my manuscript over to them, but I didn't hear anything back for six months. Within those six months, I obviously got my agent and I got other deals from other publishers, but I still wanted Hay House. And then my agent turned around to me, I think it was not after six months, it was almost after like nine months. And she said, look, I know you really want Hay House. Should I send the manuscript off to them myself? Because, you know, they might have missed your manuscript. And my ego was kind of like a little bit dented. I was just like, I felt rejected. I almost felt like they didn't want my book. But um, I thought, you know what, I've got nothing to lose. And Hay House is the publisher I really want. So she sent it off to them. And then within a week, they were like, oh, we're really interested in meeting Vex. Can you come pitch his book to us? So I went over to them. I pitched my book to about 10 individuals. I think it was in total. And they were really nice. And I thought, this is, this is the publisher I really want. But within the meeting, they told me that I'd have to wait a year um, to have my book published with them. So I was like, oh, God, you know, I'm going to have to wait a long time. Anyway, I thought the meeting went quite well, but I didn't have any expectations. And then when I, when I came out of the meeting, my agent rang me and she said, look, Hay House really want your book and they want to sign it ASAP. And it almost came as a shock because I was expecting the book. I, I, I wasn't actually expecting the book to get signed, but if it did get signed by them, I was expecting it to be signed like within a year or so. So, you know, it just it all just came together and it just all fell in place. And I really wanted Hay House. And I went back, you know, I had that flash of me writing down, get a publishing deal with Hay House. And I, I remember the, what, what seemed like the rejection and it, everything just came together and it just worked out for the greater good. And now I think my books become the number one best-selling book for Hay House in the UK. And it's like, it's just phenomenal. And I always say to people, it's not, the achievement that's important is the impact being able to reach the lives of many in order to empower them. And I'm literally so grateful. Amazing. And you know, I've read the book myself. It's really, really bloody good. So oh, what, thank you. <laughs> why is it important to work on self-love and what are your top tips? So I think we really have to understand what self-love is because 
when you go on the internet now, everyone's suddenly pushing self-love, everyone's telling you to love yourself, but I feel like no one tells you what it truly means and how you did it. And that's kind of why I wrote the book. So in my book, my definition of self-love is it's the balance between accepting yourself as you are or knowing you deserve better and then working towards it. Now, the example I always give is that if you have a partner and you, you, know, you love them unconditionally, you're going to accept them for who they are, despite the hab annoying habits that they might have or despite... The, the perceived flaws they might have, you're going to accept them because you love them. However, if there's a habit that's, for example, restricting their health, that's creating bad health within them, you're going to want them to pursue better. You're going to want them to take care of it because you want what's best for them. So self-love's almost applying this concept towards yourself. But if we break it down even more, Self-love is basically just managing your energy and vibrating higher, which even in more simpler terms means keeping your energetic state high or feeling good so you can manifest more things which make you feel good. And I guess that's why it's important because when you learn to truly love yourself, you're able to create a life you love. We now know that positive energy drives us forward and self-love essentially is the practice, practice sorry, of finding and building that positive energy through acceptance and growth. In my book, I've gone, through, I've gone into how to love yourself um, on a deeper level. But just to kind of sum it up, self-love self, basically looks like this. Creating positive lifestyle habits um, managing personal relationships, including the one with yourself, working on a better mindset, daring to go after your dreams and goals, and living with a higher purpose. Ultimately, mastering these key areas is showing yourself the love you deserve. However, we can take a step back even further and make it even easier to understand. So self-love involves anything to meet your needs so you can feel good. I don't mean this on an egoic level, but I mean things that really feed your soul and bring the best out of you. Basically, doing anything that enhances your life, and this actually takes knowing and understanding what's best for you. Without self-love, essentially, we won't feel good. And on a greater level, when we don't feel good, we find it difficult to make others feel good which just brings down the vibration of our whole planet. You'll know when self-love is lacking in your life because you'll put yourself down and as a result, you'll put others down too. After all, hurt people hurt others. You also might feel a little lost or stuck or feel like you're living life aimlessly. Ultimately, I think you'll struggle to feel happy. Therefore, I guess we can conclude that self-love and happiness go hand in hand when you love yourself you're naturally going to feel happier and that's why it's really important and you know it is super important and something which you know i, I recommend to everybody to really like have that regular self-love self-care routine because you know it's not a case of shower once and you're clean you know you really have to maintain it don't you yeah 
Yeah, yeah, no, definitely every day. And that's why I think a spiritual practice is so important. And and I talk about this in the first section of my book and in in the last section almost, I talk about consistency. Um, I can't remember who says the quote, but they say that motivation comes and go and that's why you need it daily, almost like bathing. You need these consistent habits, these positive lifestyle habits, because everything you go through in life almost seems to try and knock you off course and just trying to stay on course it's difficult. And I think that's the hardest part of life. That's why you need some kind of routine. Absolutely. So another topic which you like to cover a lot on your Instagram, I've seen is how to kind of deal with negativity and fear. What would your top top tips be for that? Yeah, I think, I think all of us would like to be in a position where we give selflessly to others. However, it's so hard when we've got people around us that kind of trigger trigger us and make us feel down. And when, like I've said before, like when we feel down, we're going to find it hard to genu- genuinely express love and happiness to others. So we're just going to end up passing our pain onto other people. And that's why one of the biggest tips, I think, for handling negative people is just creating boundaries. So a boundary kind of just helps you manage your energy. And a lot of the questions I get on my Instagram is what if I'm living with a toxic family member or what if someone's negative in the, in, in the workplace and boundaries are great because I think a lot of people think that boundaries mean you want to eliminate someone from your life, but boundaries are actually the complete opposite. Boundaries are there to actually keep people active in your life without destroying your inner peace. And the best way to put actually apply boundaries in your life is to, um, see people in certain periods so for example if you're in your house and even if it's your spouse for example and they're really triggering a negative emotional response you can say to yourself that look this is unhealthy for me so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take time away from them so this might be um you might limit your time where you see them so you might see them for maybe two or three hours a day and then during the other time you might spend time alone or spend time with your friends and I think that's completely fine you have to do what you need to manage your energy but if it gets really bad and people are constantly triggering negative emotional responses and you're giving them time that they need to grow and to change then you have to make that distance further. And sometimes you have to make that distance permanent because we can't change people. Only they can change themselves. The only people we can change is ourselves. So we can either change our circumstances in relation to them. So we can, you know, create distance or we can change our perception for them, uh, perception around them. But sometimes that's really hard. If someone's constantly treating you bad, it's so difficult to see their good side, especially if they're constantly putting you down. And, you know, I hear from people on Instagram where, you know, they share really touching stories where their family members are abusing them physically. And it's like, how can you justify that? How can you tell them to see the good side when they're constantly being hurt by these people? So I would say to people, don't be afraid you know, if it's getting really bad, don't be afraid to create that distance and on a more permanent level, even, you know, separate from these people if you really have to. 
But if it's just something small, if it's just because you have to realize that none of us are perfect. And sometimes we are the toxic person. Sometimes we are the negative person in other people's life. And we have to almost remember that when other people are bringing those bad vibes to our environment, we have to remember that no one is perfect. And sometimes just remembering that can kind of keep us sane and keep us more compassionate towards other people. And I always find that, for example, if there's, uh, you know, I think everyone, no one's perfect. And because no one's perfect, you do end up falling out with people close to you. And sometimes you might fall out with a friend and it's not because they're a bad person. It might be just because they're going through something in their life. So sometimes we just have to remember their good points. And we have to remember that maybe they're inflicting that pain on us because there's pain within them. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the key, I think, um, with negative people, but also just remembering that what you focus on expands. So, you know, there's this saying that where attention goes, energy flows and where energy flows, things grow. If you're constantly thinking about what you don't want in life, you're going to see more of it. Um, so sometimes if you want to see a change in someone, you have to focus on that change coming to fruition rather than it not happening but yeah I, suppose, I hope that kind of answers answers that question yeah beautifully amazing tips so my last question to you today then is what is one piece of life advice that you would give to my listeners oh good question um so i suppose because we've talked we've, we've been talking about self-love um you know most would agree that your longest relationship in life is the one with yourself so you have to make sure you're taking care of number one, which is you, of course. When you take care of you, you can take care of others. Because remember, you can't serve from an empty cup. But this isn't the advice I want to share. I kind of want to be a little bit more specific. One way that I certainly felt like I wasn't taking care of myself, and I feel like many others aren't either, is that they're not being who they truly are. They're being who they think they need to be. In other words, they, they're not living authentically. Now, I believe we do this because we fear being judged and disapproved. Uh, we fear stepping outside our comfort zone into the unknown and not fitting in. And we don't seem to feel safe unless we conform to society's rules. But the problem is when you don't live as your authentic self, you're always going to struggle because you'll feel trapped and often enslaved by other people's opinions. If you always live life for approval and acceptance, you'll never find freedom and you won't be able to vibe higher and share your greatness with the world. If you play the role you think others want you to be, you can never occupy the role you're meant for. And believe me, your presence and energy matters in this world. So really, my advice is first, discover who you truly are and then try your best to live in line with that person. Honestly, when you can be yourself, you'll feel so liberated, but also blessed. There's nothing like living life without needing approval and the sense of joy that comes with this just brings in more things that resonate at that frequency. In other words, you'll bring in more things to feel joyful about. Now, I know this is quite 
some people might think, well, how do I start with this? How do I start living as my authentic self? Um, one way that I discovered who I truly was, was by asking myself deep questions related to my path and values. Um, and some of these questions are, why do I do what I do? Are my dreams worth more than money? Am I following my own path or am I following someone else's? Um, or, and am I doing what makes me happy or what makes me feel accepted? When you ask yourself certain questions, you're forced to search for an answer deep within where all your truths already reside. The bottom line is that when you're living authentically, you can give so much more and you'll then begin to receive so much more as a result. So yeah, I hope that helps people out there listening to this show. Amazing advice. And it's so true. And those questions, I think, will really help anyone listening who, you know, who wants to live more authentically and wants to kind of step up and step into their light, essentially. But thank you so much for answering and sharing your wisdom today. I mean, it's just been incredible speaking to you and hearing your story and having such little pearls of wisdom shared with my listeners. Um, So where can my lovely followers find you online? Right. Um, yeah, thank you again for having me on the show. I've, I've just loved, and I talked quite a bit, but I just love having this opportunity to share my story and my kind of tips. But um, yeah, I'm constantly posting on social media, kind of social media's kind of been the reason why I've been in this position to uh, write a book. Um, I'm active on Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, and recently YouTube. And my username on every single thing is just VexKing. That's V-E-X-K-I-N-G. So you can find me there. Perfect. And what's in the pipeline? What are you working on now? Honestly, um, I'm unsure since the book, you know, I've been approached by quite a lot of people to release courses, release another book, release all kinds of things. And I think for some people, they see kind of money signs and they want me to monetize almost my position. I'm just kind of going with the flow and following what excites me. And right now I'm just enjoying um, the release of my book and I'm just letting it marinate. So yeah, right now I I don't actually know if I'll be completely honest with you. I would like to write another book in the future, but I'm only going to write when I'm inspired and it might actually be fiction because I think there's different ways of sharing wisdom. And I think to write a powerful story would be absolutely amazing. So that could be in the pipeline. (laughs) Sounds good. And I I agree with you from my own behalf as well. You know, when my book came out in January, I was like, everyone was thinking right now, book two. And I was like, what? Book one's just come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on Vex. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I will link Vex's website down below as well for you to all and go check out his work as well. And his book, Good Vibes, Good Life is available worldwide as well now. So thank you so much, Vex, for coming on. Thank you, Emma. Thank you so much. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. It has been an absolute pleasure um, having Vex on my podcast today and I really hope that you have taken lots of nuggets of inspiration away and enjoyed this episode. As always you can find more about Vex and his website in the description box down below and you can find out more about myself and my coaching over on my website emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love love to see you again 
again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.